Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the Welcome back, my friend. I am super excited to eventually come here and tell you about what I've been working on over the last, uh, I guess it's just been a week since I've been given early access to a special functionality related to podcasting in a particular online platform that I have been heavily invested in for serving my own website content for some period of time. That's about as much as I'm going to go into depth here, but if you want to get a little sneak peek into what it is I've been working on, I would encourage you first to check out gspn.tv. Now, by the way, this only works if you're checking this out in June or July 2021. If you go to gspn.tv, that stands for Generally Speaking Production Network, by the way, gspn.tv, not .com, it's .tv, that will actually forward you to an old WordPress website that's really out of date does not give you the ability to navigate very well at all any of the content that is available on that site. For those that don't know this, I've been creating content with my wife since December 2005, over 35 different podcast shows, nearly 5,000 podcast episodes, and almost all of them are available if you know how to find them, over at gspn.tv. But you're not going to find them. But that's okay, because that's been by design. It's just something that I considered for the longest time, the Generally Speaking Production Network. It's kind of something I had put off in the back of my mind as that was a that was one of those things that what got you to where you are is not necessarily what's going to get you to where you need to go next in life. And I kind of considered it to be a part of my past. But... I have had dreams of potential future possibilities where I might revive some of that content from the Generally Speaking Production Network and where I might even make the archives easily available. Because when you take the time to create almost 5,000 podcast episodes, I mean, there's a lot of gold in those mines, in those archives. Well, anyway... If you want a sneak peek into what I can tell you more about after July 8th when it's publicly announced, but if you want a sneak peek into what I've been up to, just head over to this new URL, generallyspeakingnetwork.com, generallyspeakingnetwork.com. Now, what I can tell you is if you go there, I have 11 shows that are currently moved over to this new platform. All of the podcast episodes are hosted on this new platform. All the RSS feeds are originating from this new platform. It is pretty cool, very easy, and and there's lots of functionality. I'll talk more about all of the stuff that I'm doing, but real quickly, uh, some of you may be aware that for many years I did a show with my wife called Family from the Heart. 
that podcast has been revived and, re- and relaunched even. We started back up, I think it was with episode number 415, and we did that on June 23rd, and we have already done episode 416 and 417, so three episodes in one week. I don't think we're going to consistently keep up with that kind of uh, schedule, but I will tell you, we Stephanie and I are behind the microphone together again, husband and wife, and Family from the Heart is a show that is back. I will come and tell you more about all of that when I can actually tell you about the platform I'm using, my thoughts about it, and stuff like that, but uh, I've, I've said as much as I'm able to say publicly before July 8th. Now, I'm just going to just leave that with you. Again, the old is gspn.tv, the new, generally speaking, network.com. Eventually, gspn.tv, the URL, will get moved over to the new platform, but uh you got nearly 5,000 podcast episodes to transfer. So, and and this isn't my number one priority in my business. So, it, I'm giving myself time. All right. With that being said, I want to transition over to the main content for this episode. And that is another coaching conversation that I was blessed to be involved in on Clubhouse. And I'm just going to share it with you as it came in. I'm not going to set it up. I'm just going to share it with you right here, right now. Good morning, Carolina. How are you? Um, I'm really good. I'm actually enjoying this conversation. I'm always looking forward to your club, uh, to your rooms, and I'm really happy to be there. I just have a question I really wanted to ask you. I've been trying to apply to a scholarship um, for several years, but I haven't had it. And it sometimes it takes a lot of um, cheering up, like cheering up myself, so keep, go- keep doing it, keep trying. Um, when would you think is a good time to stop or, or should I have a stop? I mean, I did a stop, but sometimes I'm tempted to apply it again. And sometimes it's this time right now, I, in the time, like right now they have a scholarship application going and I would like to apply, but I'm not sure if I want to go again because I don't know if ever any of you have applied before to an, to an scholarship. It's, it's a really long process and sometimes it can be like, hard in your emotions it's, it's not that easy to take so what what is your advice well first of all how do i pronounce your name is it carolina or carolina is in spanish so if either of those is carolina carolina yeah, yeah perfect so it is awesome to have you here and um i love the question so from so far what i'm understanding is you have attempted to apply for a scholarship for a couple of years and each time it has not worked out so the question is when is it a good time to just stop the scholarship there's an opportunity for you to apply again right now but you're wondering man should i just not even worry about this because it's an it's a long process and it's just so emotional, and, and there's a lot of negative emotions that are associated with not getting it. What I've done is I just wanna let you know that's what I've heard, and I just wanna make sure is that accurate? Did I hear what you're saying correctly? Is that the question in the circumstance? 
Yes, it is. Wonderful. Can you tell me uh, first, real quickly, what is it that you're applying for a scholarship for? Uh, I'm a lawyer, and this scholarship is uh, like, uh, I don't, mm, well, this scholarship is a master's degree. Uh, outside my country, I will be able to learn new knowledge that will help me when I return. Also, I'm really uh, right then, but this is, ¿cómo se llama eso? <laughs> uh, internship, internship they have, and I, I believe this internship will change like, like my perspective of work because it's in an international organization and I'm really looking forward to the master degree and the internship as well. And only that university have it. Okay, and how, so you said you've been uh, applying for this for a couple of years. How many times have you applied for this? I, I have applied several different kind of platforms. So I applied directly, directly to the university twice and I have passed to the university but when I applied to the scholarship I haven't passed. Uh, I have applied through the scholarship like two times but in general like four times like with, with the scholarship and without the scholarship. Unfortunately without the scholarship I wouldn't be able to attend the course because the currency of my country is really low. So I wouldn't be able to afford a master's degree in euros, 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 yeah, I, I couldn't. So without the scholarship? Without the scholarship, I would have to save money like for 20 years. And perhaps I will, but I haven't decided. So, okay, let me think about this for just a moment. Um, there are a couple of things. What is it that you are wanting to do in this world that you would not be able to do if you don't get this degree, this master's degree program? Well, I want to serve people, which I actually do because I'm a public servant as well. And I think <laughs> I wouldn't need the scholarship for that. But I also want to know the world, like see another perspective and learn about life, mm, not in theory, but in, in real life, I don't know how to say it. And yeah, I would, I would have, I mean, if I had the experience that I've studied abroad, I would have it, I, I wouldn't have it. Right? I would go to the country as a tourist, but I never go to a place as a person living there and this mighty fighting, everything, the country as mine believe mm, first world countries are in terms of job market, social security, uh, education even. So I, I honestly wouldn't need the scholarship like for improving my career because my, car my career is, is okay but for growing myself I I would love to I would like to have that kind of experience okay so and when you say that it it's a it's a long process to apply for the scholarship tell me what does that entail what like if, if you you said that it's available for you again right now but you're not sure if I should go after it because it's a long process if you said yes, I am going to go through this process a fifth time, 
how, how much time, effort, and energy, what's involved for you to go after this? Mm, well, I have a month. Like, for now, I have a month. I will have to invest all of my free times in that because I will have to take an English, an English exam. I would take the IELTS. That's a really, I don't know how to describe it, but it's a really technical exam that is had its own methods and sometimes they don't even evaluate your knowledge of the language, but your ability to take the exam. So you really have to know how to take that exam. And I've done it before, it was really stressful. Sorry, here, here's loud. And sometimes you don't get the score they ask you because the stress it causes you to take an exam of sorts. So I have to do it again and again. That's really like time consuming, money consuming, but eventually I got the result I, I needed. That's an on one hand. On the other hand, the 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 process required someone to re- give you a reference. So every time I'm going to apply, I have to call to my university professors or again and tell them, oh, remember last time I, I asked you to give me a reference for a scholarship? Okay, I, I didn't have it, but I would, I would like to participate again. Would you trust in me again? I don't know if I'm going to have it. So that's that's hard. I don't know if I'm lacking humility. Home, like I'm not being humble enough, but that that's hard for me sometimes, yes. Carolina. So a couple of things come to my mind. First and foremost, one of the things that I would encourage as a personal pursuit is the ability to study how can I become more in control of my mental state versus allowing my mental state to control me. And so I'll say that another way. How can I become more in control of my thoughts and my emotions so that I'm the person steering the ship. I'm the person at the driver's wheel of life instead of my thoughts and my emotions driving me wherever they want to take me. Do you understand what I mean when I say that I recommend that you make a study into how can I get more control and be in the driver's seat of my emotional state and my thought process? Like be more aware of my own feelings? So being aware of your own feelings is the is one of the first steps, but there's a lot of strategies, there's a lot of tools, there are a lot of techniques for you to not just be aware of what you're feeling, but to get an understanding of why you are feeling stress or worry or concern or fear or doubt, and actually to where you can get into a place where you control your physical body, what you focus on, and and how you perceive the world in any given situation, 
through a couple of skills and techniques, you can train yourself so that you won't get stressed, so that you won't worry, so that you won't doubt, so that you can actually become aware of the fact that, wow, I tend to actually have a pretty calm and peaceful demeanor, and I have a lot of courage and hope and faith that in spite of the fact this is my fifth time, I'm excited about the process to to incorporate everything that I've learned from the previous failed four attempts, but now I'm going to go into this with all of the things that I've learned, and I'm going to approach this at the next level with who I am today. And so now do you see what I'm saying? There is to actually be able to go from being aware that, man, I'm really stressed out by this process. I can talk about this process, but what what I'm making a recommendation uh, Catalina is to actually study how can I grow personally so that I can be in more control of how I feel so that the situation doesn't dictate how I feel. Does this make sense? It does, yes. Okay, so that's the first thing that I would recommend that you do. And there there are a number of places that you can turn for this. It just just look up how to control your emotional state, emotional state management. There's a lot of stuff that I cover personally in this area. Matter of fact, some of the content that I talked about earlier, clubhouse rooms that have been recorded, if you just listen to what's called the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, that's my podcast, the most recent, at least 10 episodes, most of them are me coaching people in this area of mindset. This is how you can control how you feel. This is how you can control what your what your thoughts are. So I would encourage you to start with the Cliff Ravenscraft show and begin listening to some of those coaching conversations. I don't want to go into too much depth here, but the other thing that I want to do, so that's my first recommendation is that. The second one is to think about all of these things. First and foremost, what do I really want in life? And then at what cost am I willing to pay to get it? So write those two questions down. So the first one is, what do I really want? And what am I willing to pay? Or another, the, the second question I like to put, put down as three words, at what cost? So Catalina, can you do that for me? Can you, can you confirm that you're going to write down the two questions? What do I really want? And at what cost am I willing to pay? Can you do that for me? Yes. Yes. So the interesting thing is what I would say is um, this master's degree program outside of the country is not what you want. Now, bear with me. I'm going to explain to you what you want because, but it's it's very clear to me, but I want to hear what your reaction. When I tell you getting the scholarship so that you can attend this master's degree program is not what you want. When I say that to you, what goes through your mind? That is partially true because when you have to motivate, like in the letter you gave to the university, the purpose letter, I usually struggle with that because I'm mainly interested in that university because the internship, what I want is the internship. What is going to improve my career is the internship, not the master degree itself, but the internship. Okay. The internship is is what I'm looking for, but the university is, I think, is the only one related to the scholarship that um, could take me to the internship. Yeah. 
Okay, so I'm going to go even a step further, and this is this is going to be very enlightening, I believe. But I'm going to say this statement, and I want to know your reaction to this, Catalina. What you really want is not an internship either. You don't want a master's program. You don't you don't want the scholarship for the master's degree program, and you do not want this the internship that it could afford you. When I tell you that you don't want any of those things, what goes through your mind? So what? What could I want? I mean, yeah, what? So what, what are you going to say? So he, no, it's not what I'm going to say. It's what you have already said. Here is what Catalina wants. Catalina wants to serve people but recognizes that she already does serve people and that she doesn't need a master's degree program or some sort of internship so that she could be able to serve people more because the reality is she knows that there is no limit to her ability to serve people. First of all, can you tell me, is that true? Uh, kind of, but I, I, would, I would like to improve like my, mm, I don't know how to say my credentials so that I could move forward in my position because my job is like taking the life out of me. That's why I have so many hobbies to kind of like to not distract, but not make my job my life. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense to me. And so Catalina, if you get more credentials and all this other stuff, do you think that there's going to be one day where the life doesn't get sucked out of you? It, can you? At what point and how many credentials do you have to get before the life starts getting sucked out of you? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. What, what I if, what I if I seen it that way? What if I told you that if you actually went with my number one recommendation, I told that if you could learn how to become more in control of your thoughts and your emotional state, that in your current position you could get to a place where you're fulfilled, at peace, and where you are currently does not suck the life out of you. Sucking the life out of you is actually your emotional state controlling your life versus you controlling your emotional state. Do you understand why I actually made that my number one first recommendation? Yeah, it may, but how did you conceal with the, like, with the ton of work you have? Or, I mean, if you have to work like 14 hours, Regardless, you're peaceful, you're good to be tired, and yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Catalina, I will, what I will tell you is that you don't have to work 14 hours. So how do you get the work done? Well, the, the question is, is you have to determine why are we, why am I doing that work? Is the, there other things? If we need to, we'll come back to that question there. But I want to go back to the question, well, it, Cliff, if you're saying that what I, what I want is not this scholarship, what I want is not this master's degree program, what I want is not the internship, what I want is not the additional credentials, I'm going to tell you two things that you want. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Hit me. Do you, do you have a place to write down notes? Uh, wait. Okay, I, I will wait because I'm going to tell you the two things you most want. Okay, I'm ready. Number one, the one thing that you most want is you want to know the world and see it from another perspective and not as a tourist. That's what you most want. And the second thing that you want... Are you, tell me when you're ready for the second thing. I'll wait. 
I'm ready. I'm ready. The second thing that you want is you want to serve people with the work that you do, but you don't want it to suck your entire life away working 14 hours a day. Tell me when you have both of those things written down. And then once you have them written down, I want you to read to me the first thing that I told you you want. And I want you to read to me the second thing that I told you you want. I'm not sure if I wrote them properly, but this is what I wrote. I want to know the world and see it from a different perspective and not as a tourist. That is perfect. Second. Okay, check. <laughs> and serve people with the work I do without working 14 hours. A day. 14 hours a day sucking the life okay. out of me. Add that on there. I don't want to work 14 hours a day sucking the life out of me. Yeah, I wrote it. Okay. Now, how accurate am I? How are, did I that's what you most want, isn't it? Indeed, that's what I want. Yeah. So now the question, see, Catalina, here is what most people struggle with in life. They struggle spending, you know, 10, 15, 20 years of their life, sometimes less, but usually 10, 15, 20 years of their life trying to get what they don't want. And for you, you're a perfect example of this. You came into this room and said, Cliff, I have a question for you. I've been trying to get something for the last three years and I still haven't got it. And Catalina and I, the reason why you haven't got it is because it's not truly what you want. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of other reasons why you may or may not have gotten it. There are many people who do get what they want. And typically what happens is they get really excited about the achievement of that goal. And then they, uh, you know, feel the excitement of that for sometimes a couple of hours, sometimes a couple of days, occasionally a couple of weeks, very seldom is it usually more than a couple of months. And then they become very dissatisfied and unfulfilled. And now they realize their life is is empty. There's something missing. And now they actually are out in search for something more. And oftentimes they'll then say, oh, this is what I really want. And then they'll go on the pursuit of that new thing for many, many, many years of their life. When in reality, what we most want is right in front of us the whole time. The fact is, is we don't have to go and do a lot of things. So if, the, if what you truly want is to serve people with the work that you do, but you don't want that to be a, you know, require 14 hours a day that sucks the life out of you for you to be able to meet your financial needs. Uh, that's the first thing that, or that's the second thing that you want. But the other thing is, is that I'd really like to go and see the world from a different perspective and not as a tourist. I'd like to really get engaged with with the economy and the community and the the ins and outs of the of what life is genuinely like in this part of the world. Those are the two things you want, right? Yes. So now we have clarity about what you truly want. Now what you have to realize is that that is your destination. Have you ever gone on a trip before? Yes. All right. What? 
So, so when we go on a trip, we choose a destination. Many, many years ago, I wanted to take my family. Where there's a, there are five of us: my wife, myself, and our three kids. And we wanted to go on a European vacation, and we chose our destinations. So we had four different major hubs that we wanted to go to. Uh, we wanted to go to Scotland. We wanted to go to London. We wanted to go to France, and we wanted to go to the Netherlands, specifically Amsterdam. So that's what we wanted. Now, actually, what we truly wanted wasn't to go to those four places. What we truly wanted was for our family to be able to experience uh, the world from a different perspective place other than the United States and something that had history behind it and had beautiful scenery and and lots of different aspects of things. And so that's what we truly wanted. But then we chose those destinations. And it's like, yep, those destinations would give us what we truly want. Now, imagine this. What if I said, man, what I really want to be able to do is I want to find a boat that I can sail on all the way from New York City to the shores of Scotland. And that's what I that's what I want. And I've been searching and searching and searching for a boat that I'll sail all the way from New York City to Scotland. And it seems like every time I find one of those, it's booked. I, I can't find any way to get to Scotland. It's like that's going to be the first place we go is Scotland. And I want a boat that will take us to Scotland, but we just can't. Every time we find one, it's like, yep, sorry, we're booked, we're booked, we're booked. And it does. It seems like it'd probably be another five to 10 years before we're ever going to find a boat to get us from New York City to Scotland. So my question is, should I just give up on my dream? Catalina, if I told you that that was my desires to take my family, we've been wanting to go for the last 10 years of our lives. And every single year, we're looking for the, a boat that will take us from New York City to Scotland, and we still can't find a boat. Should we give up on it? What would you tell me? I would take you to keep checking. I mean, if other people have been able to book the boat, why shouldn't you? And the reality is, is people have been able to book the boat, but it just so happens, let's just say I tell you that there's just this, you know, this one program I, I actually booked, tried to book th- straight through to the company that does the cruise between New York and Scotland. I booked, I tried with them twice, didn't work out. But then I tried a travel agency, you know, figured maybe they have some inside connections and stuff like that, and they might be more incentivized to get me in. And I did that twice. And still to no avail. And it doesn't look like there's a, I mean, I could go through the process of trying to do this again, but quite frankly, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to go through and, and, and to try to, you know, get through this process. And I've got to update my uh, passports again and all this other stuff. And I've got to show them all of these immunization records and all this other stuff that has to go through it. I just, you know, the thing is, is I just, I I just don't know whether or not I should actually try booking this boat again. Is there, should I just give this up? And, and, and Catalina, you say, well, just keep trying. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just say I try for the next three years and I still don't get it. When should I give up? Because that was your original question. When should I give up? Should I give up three years from now? If I try it every year, starting this year, I've already done it for three years, but uh, let's just say I do it once or twice a year 
every year for the next three years and I still don't get it. Catalina, should I then give up on this trip to Europe with my family? You should give up when you change your dream. If you dream, keep, I mean, if that is still your dream, you should keep doing it. Well, if it was truly my dream, now let me ask you this. Is what I most want, is my dream taking a boat from New York to Scotland? Yes or no? No. Ah. I miss being there. My dream is the family spending two weeks in Europe, right? If my family's right. if my family's dream is to spend two weeks in Europe, and I've spent years trying to find a boat to get me there, but my dream is still two weeks in Europe, Catalina, what would you tell me to do? To take an airplane. <laughs> yes! Yes! See, I could have given you that answer, but I wanted to pull it out of you. So what is a boat and what is an airplane? It is nothing more than what we call a vehicle. Uh, so what we choose in life, what we really want is a destination. And oftentimes we get laser focused and thinking, well, obviously the vehicle that I should choose is this. And so I get stuck on, I want a boat, I want a boat, I want a boat. Well, gosh, I, I, what if, hey, Cliff, why don't you see if there is a boat from Alabama or Florida that will go to Scotland? Why don't you see if there's a boat from here or there? Try the different, see if there aren't other boats. Then the next one is, which by the way would be, see if there aren't other scholarships, see if there aren't other master's degree programs. There's a whole variety of different ways that you might be able to find work in other places that will give you what you want, this internship. And it might not even require a master's degree at all, or it may not require a boat at all. You may actually have the ability to go by plane which, by the way, will get you there faster and with less heartache and with less stress and with less time, effort, and energy. Catalina, do you see where I'm going with all of this? Yes, yes. If what you most want is not a scholarship, if what you most want is not a master's degree program, and if what you most want is not an internship so that you can actually get more credentials, but instead, if truly what you want is to serve people doing the work that you love without it sucking the life out of you with 14-hour days required to meet your financial needs, and also what you most want right along with that is to experience the world and see it from a different perspective, but not as a tourist, but as one who genuinely works and lives and, and experiences life from that particular part of the world's perspective. If those are the two things you want, do you realize there's a lot of different vehicles for you to get both of those things? Indeed, I think, yeah. I think there is actually another vehicle. Do you see that there are countless, potentially unlimited number of vehicles to get you there? I mean, right now I can only see one, but sure there will be more. Well, and here's what I will tell you. You will only ever see what you're focused on, which means that if you're focused on one 
vehicle to get you what you want. It's all you can see. So, for example, if we go to the I want a job that I want to serve people through the work that I do, but I don't want it to be soul sucking and or, or suck the life out of me, I think was your language. I don't want it to suck the life out of me with 14 plus hours a day. Well, if you think about and you're focused on, well, gosh, how can I actually improve my ability to serve people and how can I do this without it sucking the life out of me 14 hours a day as a lawyer? Well, I know I'm going to go and invest the next several years of my life getting more credentials so that hopefully at some point I won't get sucked into 14 hours a day serving people. Or you could say, is there anything else that I could do to serve people, whether it's through my current occupation as a lawyer, or can I use my skills, talents, and abilities and go find other ways to serve people in a way that is fulfilling to me, of great value to others, and provides all of my financial needs in a time frame that's more reasonable, maybe four, six, or eight hours a day instead of 14. So the question is, is, Are there other opportunities outside of what I'm currently doing? So, for example, a different vehicle could be maybe taking your current existing law degree and moving to another place that doesn't require you to work 14 hours a day for such little money. The other thing is, is it possible for me to actually think about an even different career altogether that I'm already equipped and skilled and talented to perform? Can I actually do something of service that's more in alignment with who I am and how I want to serve people? And by the way, while I'm at it, why don't I find another area of the world to move to for a season of my life and really hunker down and become that? The interesting thing, Catalina, is this. Uh, You and I and everyone in this room on Clubhouse, we are all a part of a global experience known as COVID-19 and the global economy being completely shut down. And as a result of that, and I don't know what it's like, first of all, uh, what country are you from? Because I don't think you've mentioned that yet. I'm from Colombia. From Colombia. Okay. So here in the United States, our country is already businesses are back to work and they're trying to open up and get back to some sort of normal economy, income coming in. And I I, I can't speak for other parts of the world, but I would imagine there's lots of other countries that are like this. But here in the United States, companies are desperate for employees. I mean, absolutely desperate. If it were possible to go through an immigration process and get a work visa so that you could work in the United States for one or two or three years and really hunker down and and to use your gifts, talents, and abilities to serve at the highest level within, my guess is there would be at least 30, 40, or 50,000 companies in the United States that would die to have you come from Colombia and serve in their company for the next one, two, or three years at a very high rate of pay and have no expectation of you to work more than eight hours a day. What are your thoughts when I tell you that? It's like fantasy. It is like a fantasy, but it's actually true. It's reality. 
Now, the one thing I can tell you, Catalina, is that immigration and is is a is a whole different topic outside of all of the other things. But here's what I can say. When we truly get clear on what we want, what we most want, and you know what, we could even, and we're not going to dive into it here, we could go even deeper. Actually, what you most want isn't necessarily just those things. There, We could talk about the feelings that you most want. We could actually help you figure out how you can experience all of that in Colombia without having to go and experience the world from a different perspective, and also how you don't have to work 14 hours a day. When it comes down to it, what you want is you want to have peace, love, joy, and you want to be a feeling of fulfillment. And even that has more vehicles than the two that you've given me. Technically speaking, the overall destination of what we want is actually how what we want will make us feel. And actually, it I'm telling you that even experiencing the world from a different perspective, not as a tourist, but working there, and also serving people by the work that you do, those are actually vehicles in and of themselves. Does that make sense or have I confused you at that point? I got lost with the last sentence. Okay, so what I'm saying is that just like the scholarship, the master's degree program, and the internship are not actually your overall what you most truly want, What you want is what those things will give you, and of course, the destination being that what I want is I want to experience the world from a different perspective, to be able to live there, work there as as somebody more than just a tourist. And then you said the other one was, I want to serve people with the work that I do without working 14 hours a day. Technically speaking, what you want is even a layer deeper than that. What you most want is how you would feel if you were to be able to go and experience the world from a different perspective working there. What you most want out of serving people in a job where you're not working 14 hours a day. I can already tell you right now what you want out of the second one is that you want to actually feel a lot less stress. You want to feel a, a lot more peace. You want to feel a lot more margin in your life. So in essence, what I'm saying is what you truly want is even a layer deeper than what I told you to write down earlier as the two things. Because what you most want, you you want to experience peace, you want to experience more joy, you want to experience more fulfillment, you want to experience more connection to others. Do you see where I'm going with this? So what you truly want is actually a number of feelings or emotions. Does this make sense? Yeah, it does. It's like what you were saying before is like a secondary vehicle or something. Yes. So what I'm saying is that just like the, you know, the the internship and the scholarship and the master's degree is just a vehicle for getting a job. It's one potential vehicle. Also, going to another country and experiencing it as a person that's working there, not as a tourist, that again is just a vehicle of feeling more connected to the world, more connected to other people, feeling of excitement, it's a feeling of adventure. Those are what you truly want. What I wanna share with you is becoming crystal clear about what do I truly want, digging down to the deepest level, and then ask myself, am I getting too laser focused on only one specific way of getting what I truly want in life? And also, 
how can I have what I want and realize that everything I've ever want is already available to me. And that takes it to a whole new level that we'd have to get into in, in, in more conversations than just the initial one. But Catalina, the original question, let me just summarize this. The question is this, when should I give up? You should never give up on what you truly want. So the two questions, what do I truly want and at what cost am I willing to pay? So you should keep applying for this scholarship every single time when the answer is, is this a cost I'm willing to pay to get what I want? If the answer is yes, you always apply for the scholarship until you get it. However, my recommendation is make sure that scholarship is actually what you truly want. And if it's not, then see if, see if you can't get clarity about what it is that you truly want. Then give up on the pursuit of the other things and go after things, other vehicles that will get you there. And specifically, I'd look for vehicles that will get you further faster. That's why I'm so thrilled that you told me now. I, it's like, man, I think I'm actually going to get to the UK even faster to start my two-week vacation with my family. I never even thought about flying on an airplane. Oh my gosh, I've been trying for years to get a boat from New York to Scotland. And now I realize I didn't have to do that this entire time. I could have actually gotten an airplane anytime I wanted. Do you understand where I'm going with all this, Catalina? Yes, Cliff. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And now I actually feel like I can say Catalina pretty easy. So I'm become, how about this? I am fluent. Hablo espanol un poquito. Perfecto. Español, perfecto, ya. Yeah. <laughs> Catalina, I am so honored that you came up here today. Thank you so much. And was our conversation valuable to you? It was super valuable. I'll, I filled a couple of cheats in my notebook, taking notes of every advice you were given, and I will do this introspection you were suggesting. I would take it into consideration before my next step. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, there you go, my friends. That was my conversation, my coaching conversation on Clubhouse with Catalina from Colombia. What an incredible honor. I am so incredibly thankful for the technology that is available for us. I, what? A, just a gift. I, I, I just love it. I just want to make sure I never take for granted how awesome it is. If you are eagerly looking to take your life to the next level, you're, you're a lifelong learner, and there are dreams and goals that it both excite you and or scare you, but you're having troubles reading the label from inside the bottle. You are having trouble seeing the path forward from the perspective that you have for yourself. If you would like to see somebody who can ask you some insightful questions that can help you dig deeper and find out what it is that you truly want and how to get there and even get there faster, further, with less time, effort, and energy, it's amazing how much is possible for us to live a life with less pain, less heartache, less fear, less stress, less worry, less anxiety. And if that is something that you would like and you'd like to have a coaching conversation with me, feel free to email me, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Again, that's cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. 
Tell me what it is that you'd like to be coached about and what it is that you've got going on. Make a case for it. And then we can discuss what opportunities or options might exist for said conversation. All right. With that, my friends, I do know that after July 8th, I will be free to talk publicly about what I'm doing over at generallyspeakingnetwork.com. Go check it out. Uh, Browse around generallyspeakingnetwork.com. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Mindset as a man. Hey, real quick, if you're still hearing this at the end and you're totally intrigued about what I'm doing over at generallyspeakingnetwork.com and you want to know more than I'm able to share publicly, remember that Train with Cliff audio program that I have? It's my Patreon podcast over at trainwithcliff.com. Well, the two most recent episodes are episode 254 titled, I'm Not Supposed to Be Talking About This. Guess what I talk about? And then episode 255 is titled, Every Free Waking Moment, which is basically the amount of time, effort, and energy I had pretty much been putting into uh, the transfer and migration of this content over to the new platform. But More details than I'm allowed to speak about publicly are available in that private paid podcast. Uh, It's $10 a month for the Train With Cliff audio program. If you like the content that I do here and you'd love some more behind the scenes stuff as to what's been going on and you want the early access to this information about this new podcasting platform, both episodes 254 and 255 will be worth your $10 alone. So you can find those over at trainwithcliff.com. Again, trainwithcliff.com. Okay, that's really the end of this episode.